Nate Dixon recently announced as uh, one of the top assistants, if not the top assistant, I guess you could say, for new head men's basketball coach Ryan Odom. He uh, followed him from uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. He joins us now in the full court press. Coach Dixon, thanks for your time today. Hey, Coach. Hey, Coach. How are you guys? Sorry I call everybody Coach. It's a habit of mine. So. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how are you guys was, doing today? I'm good. You know, I used to be a freshman baseball coach, and uh, I have earned that title. So if you want to call me Coach, that's, that's fine by don't me. Don't call AJ Coach. <laughs> you don't, you don't, we are under no obligation to do that. <laughs> I think one of the biggest. No worries. I'll change it next time. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the biggest uh, questions on a lot of people's mind is this: Coach Odom uh, had success at UMBC, and he's bringing a lot of what helped him build that success with him to Logan and uh, pretty much that full staff. And so, uh, I guess for me, what was it? that intrigued you personally about following Coach Odom to Logan, leaving the place where you were comfortable, where you had success, and going somewhere so far from where you've been? Um, Well, I tell you what, first of all, I've been blessed and I've worked with Coach for 10 years. I was actually in the Mountain West once at Wyoming, and then ever since then I've been with Coach Odom. So, you know, I did have a little taste of the Mountain West once. Um, Loved it. one of my favorite conferences, but the main thing is just Coach Odom in general. Um, the way the way he operates, um, his demeanor, his loyalty, his knowledge of the game. Um, we grew up in the same part of the country. Obviously, um, knew his dad uh, as as a youngster, watching his dad coach games at Wake Forest, and, and knew his brother Lane well. And uh, to me, it's just appealing because Coach is is the real deal. He's he's a full package. He's a good. Very, very good basketball guy uh, with high understanding of the game. And uh, he also is great with people. He really has a great demeanor uh, about him. He has a good sense for people. And he's just a loyal guy. I mean, I think loyalty has to be included there because obviously he brought everybody with him. So, you know, I think that tells you a lot. He's a good family man. Um, He likes guys that's been through adversity. We've all, including himself, have been through some adversity in our coaching tenures and um you know he'll tell you that when he hires guys he wants guys that's you know had a little little rough patch once in a while because you know you're coaching teams that that at some point they're going to face adversity i know i worked for coach donovan in florida and was director of ops there for him for two years and you know he used to say it all the time i'm going to have some adverse situations in practice so when we go to kentucky in front of 20 some thousand people you know we're playing for a title or we're going to the SEC tournament you know, and, and that's not the only hard place to play, but I just use that as an example. And, you know, coaches, coach wants that in his staff, and we've all had a little adversity in our lives, all of us have. So, Hey, Coach, I know the rumor mill is always really spicy around this time of the year, just a couple months ago, but in that rumor mill was said to have, you have interviewed for the head coaching job at UMBC uh, and, and didn't get it. What is the emotional roller coaster? And if it, if, I don't know if that is true officially, but what is, if it is, what is the emotional roller coaster of not getting a head coaching job at, at a place that you really do love and then winding up at Utah State working again underneath a uh, coach that you uh, really respect? Well, part of it is, is just I'm, I'm, I'm a believer and, and things happen for a reason. And the good guy above puts you where he wants you to be. Um, I can't say that, you know, I don't want to be a head coach. I absolutely do. I think everyone gets 
um, in this profession and your goal is to one day to run your own program. But when you run a program or work for a guy who lets everyone on staff have their hands involved with things, it really, you know, it's not as if it's, you're not involved. As an assistant with Coach Odom, we're all involved. We're all involved with everything we do. Um, and, and that's part of it. I'm sure that's part of why he brought everybody with him because he wanted some, you know, just a level of comfort. You know, he didn't want to have to reteach things or, you know, redo those things. And, and we have a great group of guys. We all work well together. We've been together. You know, we have had some changes in our staffs and some of us have been together longer than others. But, you know, I just, it, it wasn't a roller coaster. Yes. But I don't know that it's a roller coaster in a bad way knowing that at the end of the day, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know at worst calls, I'm, I'm moving with a great guy and I've got a great job for a great university and a really good basketball program. So, you know, I don't think the stress, you know, if you didn't have a job, then the stress would have maybe been a little different. But um, it was hard to leave because we put that thing together and that thing was really bad when coach took the job. And, you know, we, we, we were blessed. We were, we were very blessed that we got some good players. We had some good players. Coach changed the culture a little bit. And, you know, we were, we were blessed to have a really, really good five-year run. One of the, the years that uh, a couple of years ago, we just had a lot of injuries. I think we played our first five games without four starters. And, you know, you get those back and you're in the 21-22 win season again, and all of a sudden things are different. But, I cannot say enough things about my boss that are positive for anyone listening. Um, he loves the style here that these guys bring and the skill level, but I also know that it's a great university with a great tradition that we, you know, we've got to do our job to, to keep it where it is and move it forward even higher. So. Hey, Coach Dixon, you were uh, you were part of this this program that achieved something that nobody else has said, had ever done before, beating a number one seed in the first round. That that moment, I guess, just how exciting that was to achieve something that previously seemed to be impossible, but also like how you have to kind of move on from that, and you can't just keep reliving that moment over and over again. You still have to rebuild and move forward and try to to be a good basketball team even after that. What what was that experience like, and how has that helped your program after the fact? Well, Coach, right off the bat, came and just said, this was the, the, the week after, he said, guys, we got to enjoy this, but we also got to turn the page and write our own script for the next year. You know, um, uh, each team gets a, a choice to write their own script each year. And, you know, you're not going to live under this pressure there is no pressure. You know, we can do great things and, and, and maybe better things. But, you know, we have to write our own script with a new group of guys. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. We actually signed four kids early that year. And uh, so we had zero scholarships after we won that game and then lost to Kansas State in the second round. And uh, one of our guys, that, that, that he, he made a three in every game all year. The only game he didn't make a three, guess which one it was? That Virginia and the state, <laughs> so oh. and he was a senior. He, he he was an upperclassman, um, but uh, you know I know he took that really hard. The next year we had a good run with him as a senior. He was actually he was actually um, academic player of the year in college basketball by the sports information directors and four O student. He had one scholarship, and that was UMBC when when he came. Um, but you know, we, we, we cherish having guys like that with a little chip on their shoulder. But you know, coach's deal is just. We write our own script. You know, you do have to move on. But I can tell you, 
we first took the job, I was walking in a junior college tournament and somebody said to me, we had a, a UMBC on my shirt and they said, what community college is that? Oh. And, uh, I said, I just kind of stunned for a second. And I said, ah, it's a division one school in Baltimore. And I didn't say anything. And, you know, it's just, I think that coach and our staff, we relish chips on our shoulders kind of deal. And, and I think, um, you know, the Utah state guys play like that. I mean, Craig and, and, and coaches previous, uh, you know, I have a lot of history. I've watched these guys a lot through the years and, and they've known Stu and, 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 and Larry Stacy and those guys and followed what they've done. But, uh, and obviously Tim and, and then Craig, but I do think that the coach's style that he likes with skilled kids that can pass, shoot, dribble, and high knowledge, I mean, that's what they have here. So we're actually really looking forward to it. But as far as turning the page, you know, I'll always be grateful for the opportunity UMBC gave coach and, and allowed us to, to be a part of it. But, you know, it is, it is pretty unique now to go places and people want to talk to you about that. Sometimes you just have to kind of move on with it, you know, but was it fun? It was absolutely great. I told my wife on the, on the ride home a couple of days after coach and I actually lived in Charlotte um, the year before for like five years before we, we took that, he took that job. So a lot of family and friends back home in the Carolinas were there. And I told my wife on the way home, I said, you know what? I left Florida as the director of ops um, to move to the mountain, uh, well, move to Louisiana. And I was in that state for five years before moving into the mountain West for a year. And, I said, I tell you what, I didn't get a national championship in Florida. I was part of that group when they were freshmen of Corey and Brewer and Al Hartford and Joe Kim Noah. And, and then we had David Lee, who was a senior that year. You know, a lot of guys played in the NBA. And, and you know, they had two runs. I, didn't, I wasn't on that staff, but I helped put that thing together. And I tell you what, I think if you, if you live your life right and you treat people fair and honest and be a truthful, good person – you know, good things will happen to you. And I, I have to say that I, I was blessed because I didn't get two rings, but I did get one of the, the greatest wins in NCAA tournament history. So I think that, you know, I'm blessed to have had that opportunity. So, Head associate coach Nate Dixon here on the uh, line with us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, uh, the biggest question from a lot of Aggie Nation is your guys' ability to recruit. Now, I know you spent some time in the Mountain West at Wyoming, but for the rest of the staff and Ryan Odom and, and such, is there any concern about you guys being able to recruit on the west side of the states, especially in an LDS uh, territory? You know what? A couple of years ago, we actually recruited a kid at UMBC, and he did his mission in D.C. Um, and I can't say that any of us have any experience direct on doing it other than that. But we do have a lot of contacts out here. We always have. We've recruited California before. We've recruited the JUCOs. I mean, I'm I'm in... Wyoming, uh, Idaho, um, Utah, a lot of these states, Arizona a lot, um, and we're in California a lot. So to say, you know, I think that if you're, if you're a good person, uh, again, and people like you, which I, I think people, I, I know people like Coach Odom and our staff, you know, if we treat people right and fair, you know, eventually we'll, you know, we'll, we'll break through, but I do, it's been great so far. We've had, you know, it's been nice to reconnect with some people that you may have lost contact with through the years, but there's also been a lot of people that have reached back out. I, I got a, a call from a guy that used to be at Salt Lake about four or five years ago. That he texted me last night. He said, Nate, is this still your number? And I said, yes. And, and he called me and, you know, so it's just, it's a matter of our staff just reconnecting with some guys. Um, but I also think that 
you know, it's we'll learn about it. We've dealt with it a little bit um, in different places um, with the LDS, and we're actually looking forward to it because it's unique that you get a chance to recruit kids. They go away for a mission. You know, it's a little different now than it was years ago, where they go, they play a year and then they go away. You know, now it's almost like when you're a senior in high school and you're looking at these kids or as juniors, you're thinking two and three years down the road. So that's a little different. That'll be unique. I know coaches, you know, post questions with us all on that. And, you know, we'll, we'll navigate our way through. We do a really good job of, you know, trying to connect with people. And I think that's why coach felt like that at the end of the day, you know, as long as I've got the people that know what I want to do and they're good people, you know, have good people skills and they connect well with people, we'll be fine. So. We're all looking forward to it as a staff. So, well, Coach, one of the uh, certainly, I guess, recruiting early recruiting successes that you've had so far is uh, convincing some of those uh, great players that you had at UMBC to follow you to Logan as well. Uh, I guess let us know a little bit more about uh, their impact and what kind of the players that they are that we we can expect to see in a Nagy uniform this upcoming season. Well, you know, we, we, we actually had a pretty good team, and it was probably our most deepest team the last year or so, and, and we had essentially everyone returning um, except for one who had, had went in the portal. And, um, you know, so we, we felt good about what we had coming back, but, but the point being is the guys that, that, that ended up coming with us, you know, we've kind of watched them grow. Brandon Horvath was like 5'10", 5'11", in sophomore in high school. Um, and it's funny, uh, when I went to recruit him and, and he was like six, eight, and I took coach up later on to see him. And we had watched him in AAU in the summer, one of our other assistants who's, who's not here at the time. And, you know, and then, and then I went up doing a prep school tour and, and kind of watching kids and, you know, made sure I went to see this kid. Cause he, he grew up about 15, 20 minutes from coach in my house. So we've actually, you know, kind of watched the kid grow and, and other guys on our staff has, and it was unique cause he was about five you know, 5'10", 5'11", and then all of a sudden he goes to prep school for a year and he's like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, maybe got to 6'8", by the time he entered school, probably 160, 165 pounds. And he really, he was a, he was a, he was a guard because he, he was little. He knew how to dribble the ball. So the best part about him is we think he'll fit here because he has those skills um, to dribble, pass, and shoot. Um, and, and, he, and he's growing. He just keeps growing. I mean, it's amazing when you guys see him, if you think about how short he was about five years ago, it'll blow your mind. But um, I know there's guys on our teams that we've told that to, and they, they've grown the same way. So it's interesting. RJ is a very good player. Um, RJ is um, a ball guard, as we call him. Um, he'll play some one, he'll play some two. But Coach likes to have in his system have numerous guys that can dribble the ball and uh, handle it under pressure. And R.J. was a kid who we had originally committed, and then we ended up um, not having a scholarship because a kid decided to stay, I believe if I'm correct on it. And R.J. went to prep school for a year and got hurt, actually tore his knee and got hurt and didn't play much at all. And, and it's kind of he got himself into shape. He's, he's worked really hard to get back where he is. He has a very good feel for the game. He's very good off the ball screens and, the way coach plays, I mean, the talent that we've got here that's been left and then and with what we've pieced together, you know, we feel like that, that we've got a chance to, you know, play coach's system, so to speak, so, um, and have success at it, we hope, so. Hey, coach, tell me about the current roster as it is right now with Justin being there. What have, have you got to know the kids? What have you, what have you, what is your impression of them so far, including your veterans like Brock Miller and Justin Bean? 
Uh, as far as that, I mean, I and, and I know Coach has said this a hundred times um, over, and our staff. We have some really good kids. Um, the best part is, is they they know the game of basketball because a lot of times you can have good people, and then they're not good at their craft. But we feel like these guys here that that they brought in were really good. Um, you know, there, there's a lot. You know, obviously we'll miss the big fella. But at the same time, you know, and then the, the couple kids that transferred out. But I know Coach really likes um, what we've got, the skill level of the guys, their enthusiasm, their 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 will to uh, learn our system. Um, we've watched some growth and just stopping and pivoting things that we do, and we've watched the growth in the short time that we've had them on the court. I know he's made comments, and he feels like they've made a lot of great strides. I know they seem happy. We're impressed by their love for the game. And actually, believe it or not, uh, they seem like they generally get along. They're excited. And um, as a coach, all you can be is when guys come up to you and, you know, you're walking down to work out and you might be on the phone with your wife or your kids, one case in mine, and, and the guy's like, Coach, let me see. Let me say hi to your wife or your son. Or and, and, I mean, and my wife texts me later and she said, Nate, those are the nicest group of kids I've ever seen you take a job and without me ever meeting them. And I think that says a lot about the, the, the people in this valley, the people at this school, and the people that, you know, we're – that's what we are most excited about. It's just it's it's good people in this region, and these guys know how to play basketball. So it hopefully makes our job a little easier. So, And, and Coach, uh, I guess the last question for me uh, on this, with, and you've been generous with your time, but um, what – I guess what are still the, the the needs that need to be filled as you're looking at the kids you have uh, transferred that are committing to come to Utah State, players you already still have here on roster. Uh, what what needs are still there? Uh, do you still have spots, and how many spots do you feel like you need to fill for this upcoming season? We also signed another kid, a wing um, from overseas, who's playing prep school up in New England, um, and he's an athletic long long wing. Um, He's going to be very good down the road. Um, you know, Coach is trying to just get the best player he can get. There's a couple guys that we're really recruiting um, for that last um, scholarship. And, you know, that's kind of where we're at. We don't really know the needs. Part of the best – one of the best qualities that, that my boss I've learned from, and, I, I you know, I'm, I'm hopeful carrying it over if I'm ever a head coach. And if I'm not, I'm working for somebody else that – I would I would certainly recommend this. When he gets somewhere, he has this has been the third time I've done this with him. He has wanted to know the kids before he goes sign the kids. He wants to see what these kids are about. He believes that the kids were brought here for a reason, academically and athletically. Let's see what we've got. Let's don't push guys out and uh let's kind of fit the pieces and that's a really good quality of his. And I think that says a lot about these guys wanting to stay here. I mean, certainly, you know, I've watched these guys a lot before I've, I've come through here. I just I follow this group of guys. I have this league for a long time. But they, um, you know, Bean's got magnets in his hand. He has the ability to just rebound the ball and snatch it. Brock has the ability to shoot it. There's There's much more on this roster than that. But, you know, we've got to just find the best piece, and and Coach will make that decision on what fits with these guys. But the one thing that he will never do, he will never not recruit a good kid. 
You know, he wants to give kids opportunities, but our culture, we're, we're not going to deviate from our culture for a player, um, you know, for a talent. We're going to, you know, we're, we want to coach good kids that want to win and want to play together and want to do great things. And, you know, that's just how we are. That's how he is. And I do think that team's made a little like that here. I mean, they, I tell you this, one of them texted me. Uh, the first day I was here, second day I was here, and he said, Coach, you know, this is my number, boom, boom, look forward to it. And I said, what do you look most forward to? He said, I want a third ring. So, I love that. And I said, you know what, that's the plan. That's the plan. And, that's you know, that sums it up to me. It's like, yeah, those guys, you know, he said, I want three rings before I get out of here. So, you know, I think that was great. He challenged us that way. You know, and that's certainly why we're here. We're here to, 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 to do great things on and off the court. So I'm excited about it. Coach, final question for me, the most curious one I have. Okay, so I looked at your Twitter profile picture, and then I saw, like, the Utah State men's welcome to Utah State, Coach Dixon. How long ago was that Twitter profile <laughs> picture? Because I'm not even joking. I thought I had the wrong account. I was so confused. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I have not had a haircut. I keep my hair short, and it's funny. A guy that used to work with us, that's probably about four or five years old. But really? I literally have not had a haircut in about six months. And, and uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I tell you what it is. Between that and the fact of eating, I mean, we all um, – I was a lot less weight than now than I am. Now, I need, to, I need to change that picture, and I also need to get on these heels and run a little bit. So. <laughs> Are you going for the COVID mullet? <laughs> I tell you what, my wife, my wife literally, she's like, "Will you cut your hair?" And I'm like, "Kristen, I've been out here almost three weeks, whatever it is, and I just haven't had a chance to to do that." And and sometimes um, during COVID, we had all kind of, you know, I think everybody kind of reflects where we were at. You couldn't, we couldn't go in the office for a long time. Um, we could only really go in the office an hour or so before and after practice. So you you start working and 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 and. Um, running a little more, taking care of your mind a little bit and being outside. And then all of a sudden season starts again. There goes another 20 or 30, you know, fast food town, so to speak. So, you know, I need to, uh, I'm joking about it, obviously, but I need to find a barber out here. And um, <laughs> I hear there's one on campus. I think we passed it one day. So I do need to do that. <laughs> and then I need to probably get a little more sleep, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> oh, Good luck with that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, Coach Odom, we really do appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck with your staff and, and working with Coach Odom and, and those players already here and those that are coming in to uh, continue the legacy that, that uh, is there for Utah State. A great uh, run of success and hope you guys are able to enjoy it as well. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on. I know Coach Odom and the staff is, is you know, we're the utmost excited about what the opportunities you know, in the future ahead here are. So, and part of that is, is the foundation that's been laid by the university and the people in the community and, and this basketball program. So we're just excited to be a small part of it and, and let's, you know, let's continue taking this thing forward. Hey, thanks coach. Appreciate right, thanks, you. Coach. Be safe.